welcome to the MC Arena Podcast, episode either 33 or 34. We don't know. Yeah, whatever, we forgot. Yeah. Um, Let's say 33 and a third. Yeah, sure. Naked gun. Um, so today we're going to be talking about uh, this week's episodes of Raw and SmackDown and the Superstar Shakeups. There's really not much else going on this week besides that. Are we? Is this the draft lottery? Is this the Superstar Shakeup? Is this the, the, the draft Remember this? Remember yeah, the draft? Yeah. The old well, school draft? For those of you who don't know, this is the, the original draft started in 2002. Uh, and that oh. introduced a brand split between Raw and SmackDown. Um, only the undisputed uh, WWE champion Triple H and women's champion Jazz were ineligible to be drafted. Since Ooh, then, some changed. history. Yes. Um, the first draft, Dear the God. first half of the draft was televised live on TNN, if you guys remember that. Oh, that my was precursor yeah. to Spike TV, which is not airing any sort of wrestling right now i believe unless uh well it's paramount network now i think yes it is correct mm. so uh there, there's a little bit of history for you uh for those of you who wow. do not know and the first one stop one... shopping for yeah. everybody listening how yeah. about that look at that how about that and the first uh, uh draft was march 25th of 2002 so uh does, does it say who the first draft pick was i wait 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 before you look that up john i think i know who it was and I think it was The Rock on SmackDown, if I'm not mistaken. I think the Raw was Undertaker. Um, I yeah, may Undertaker need a little bit got, of research on that Undertaker one. Undertaker cannot... got pissed, I remember. I, yes, I believe cause... you're right with that, Andrew, but I'm going to take a look. Well, if any of our listeners out there want to prove me wrong, try it. You know, I'm not going to look I it up. Let somebody you. else reach out to If that. you do, I will write you a full-length apology. <laughs> <laughs> and you will read it on air. Everyone to how many words that apology will be to be determined. Twelve hundred. <laughs> hey everyone, close. <laughs> hey everyone, close your ears. I, I have the answer, and I'll say it out loud. What's what is it? The first draft selection for two thousand two was Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <gasps> I knew uh... it, baby. I knew it. And number two, if anyone can name him or her, let us know. Yes. Oh, like who was number two? The Undertaker. Oh, Let's let's be real. Was that, <laughs> there goes that contest. It was definitely not a woman in 2002. Ooh, that would not right. be a draft who pick. Was, if somebody yeah. can come out with who was number three, Kurt Angle. Do some research. Oh come on! <laughs> <laughs> you really don't want to give up any give out nah. any prizes. We, guys. You know what? You know we have we have plenty of listeners right now, uh, and none of them are actually reaching out to us. So you know what? We'll play some games. Our oh. prize budget's a little oh. slim. Play some games. Well, we'll 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 give them all the answers to our uh, to our trivia, and then they have nothing to reach out to us anyway on. So, <laughs> so there, it's so there, ha. Huh? However, whoever can name the, the number four draft pick from two thousand two, reach out to us on the social. <laughs> I don't even know if it actually came. Um, but this this. Excuse me. The So for this uh, this this superstar shakeup. Um, I think in over the last few years, since Raw has now been three hours and SmackDown two, I feel like Raw gets a ton of people, and SmackDown usually gets the right. short end of the stick. And they usually wasn't there. Wasn't there? I'm sorry. What, oh, what, yeah. Wasn't there one year where there was some stipulation in the draft where Raw got two people for every SmackDown's one? That was, the, I think, the very first draft. After like uh, like of this new after era, the three hour, yeah. The, after the Raw well, went three hours, yeah. I think 2016 is when they started that new way of like, okay, well, two to every yes. one. Yeah. There's an in- interesting observation that I made looking through the respective rosters as far as who 
went to Raw and who went to SmackDown. Let's, but when we get when yeah, we go well, through the list, we'll talk about I, it. Well, but. I think we should start going through the list now. Let's let's uh let's 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 take it from the yeah. top. Yeah, let's just go by one one by one. Number one pick came out right off the top, The Miz. So he what do you guys is. think? Uh-huh. Now a Raw superstar. This dude flip flip flops more than Chicago. Right, isn't that the Windy City? <laughs> yes, that doesn't make any sense at all. Is there flip-floppers? Because the wind blows it around. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> the wind blows, it doesn't really matter to the Miz. I'm trying to Do save it here, folks. Well, I'm, I was surprised about this one because I figured they'd want to keep him on the, you know, as close to his Miz and Mrs. time slot as possible. Mm. Yeah, that's true. That's what I Yeah, assumed. no, that is true. Um, my only concern with this is who's he going to feud against? That is a good question I, I, because it, now the Shane McMahon story seems to have been resolved just by virtue of him going to another show. But you're right. It, it's interesting to see who he'll start feuding with. Well, sometimes Shane will show up at different uh, at Raw at times. And he did come out and attack um, Shane right there on Raw. So well, yeah, no, there's a possibility that it might carry over. I, I see work. it carrying over into is is the next pay per view Money in the Bank. It's usually Extreme uh, Rules, but for whatever reason, I think it's they've been only uh, uh, yes promoting. Yeah, they, yeah, I believe the next one is Money in the Bank. But I mean, honestly, Miz is right. Wherever he goes, becomes it becomes the show that's must see in in my opinion. Right. I think he's no, such a I good character. I he, just hope he doesn't get lost in a three hour format. What saved him, I think, the first time with Raw was the fact that he was carrying an Intercontinental title and he brought it to another level. Now, I don't know if that necessarily means that if this rumor is true regarding Samoa Joe going to Raw, that The Miz would feud with Samoa Joe and have the U.S. title and start that whole thing all over again. But you're right. I do worry about him getting lost in the shuffle because SmackDown has that luxury of just being two hours and you stand out more just by virtue of eating up more time in relation to the whole program. So it right. be interesting to see what happens with him. But I'm hopeful. I, I think that The Miz is on another level now. I think he's over mm-hmm. enough where um, he could definitely uh, keep things going. I'm hoping. Yeah. And, I, and, you know, he's flip-flopped a ton. But Do I, you see him possibly challenging for the Universal title at some point? Not right now. Um, not right this second. Right. I... I would have to think he will at some point. I mean, he's just. I mean, he's you too have good. to figure that he's going to be he's going to be on there for probably about a year, two years. Uh, yeah, he's going to have some time with that brand. It'd be interesting to see if they see if they can test the waters and try and give him a push. I agree. I personally, I'd, I'd love to see it. I, I I would too. I think that what's happened is and not trying to jump around but we'll eventually get to who the big pick was for smackdown but if you think about that and then you think about the fact that the miz is a high profile guy on his own in terms of not just having his reality show but also all the stuff he does with the company putting him on raw i would have to think that they have good reason to make something out of it if he was still on smackdown i think he would be more overshadowed i think him being on raw helps his brand stay fresh and i think it keeps him more exposed in terms of getting in front of people yeah. that's my opinion mm-hmm. well we shall see yep but i think for the next two guys and i think we could we could talk to these guys as if they're a, a set because yeah. they are a tag team they are a tag team ricochet and alistair black mm-hmm. however i don't know if this is really considered a 
part of the draft because it's, they already debuted. Yeah. And they were showing up on both shows. It's yeah. odd, yeah. It's yeah, like, it's kind of weird. Like, yeah. I mean, they, they showed up. Same thing with EC3. I'll, yeah. You, you know, know you're, 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 you're spoiling my big moment, John, but I, I, I might as well just say it out loud now. There are, I counted out of the 13 confirmed new members of the Raw roster, eight of them are NXT call-ups, straight up. So anyone from NXT, well, I know Lars Sullivan... <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry to cut you off, Andrew. Uh, just to correct you, Andrew, um, Nick. There are actually 15 roll call-ups. Okay. Uh, we'll, well get Actually, I'm sorry. Um, that's a lie. 16, 17, 18, 19. What, Lars went to 19. SmackDown. Right. Right, was... but that's also bullshit because he showed up on both shows. Yeah. But, I mean, it's it's worth thinking of... When we're thinking of the shake-up, and we were, in our minds, I think, talking about the shake-up the last couple of weeks, we were saying to ourselves, truly someone who's been on one roster for a year switching to another show. I mean, when we think of that, because we're thinking like, oh, fresh opportunities, fresh storylines, NXT call-ups, it's great, but um, I don't think it, it had the effect, I think, that we were going for. You know yeah, what I mean? No, it's it's when you watch when you watch SmackDown and see, oh, Rollins is there. That's that's a that's a shocker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, seeing that's Roman a switch. is a shocker. Um but just to you know, just to go back real quick to Aleister Black and Ricochet, I I, I would have liked to have seen them separate because they're they're, it's, they're odd, like yeah, they're, like they're the opposites of each other. It's so weird. They tried. They they went for I think every title in the book already, and they lost all three of their matches. So at this point, it's kind of like why even bring them up as a tag team anymore? Just yeah, let them do their own thing. But they work well together. And speaking of tag teams. How about uh, Raw uh, bringing up the uh, the oh. Epcot ride? Well, this is actually th- this sparked a lot of conversation on our social media channels across Facebook and Instagram. But I mean, we we saw Aleister Black and Ricochet coming up. They're going to go to one show or the other. They ended up going to Raw. Cool, good for them. They had to end up somewhere. But the next crew, I had, I legitimately did not know who they were yep. because they didn't have their tag titles and they had a name change. So the so these guys called the Viking Experience debuted. They were billed as the current NXT champions and at the same time I said to myself there's a, another two uh, another set of guys that had the same exact gimmick. <laughs> I swear they to god exactly I was like alike. I was like this can't no, and then I went on, you know, Facebook, and I saw all these comments from like the eight different wrestling groups I'm a part of. They are the War Raiders. My question yeah. is, why, why did they change their name from the War Raiders, which is a cool name, by the way? To it was Vince. Vince. Yeah, but, he, but I don't Vince understand why he did the name. He made it, now it sounds like a, a, a traveling roadshow that you'll find at the Times Square experience. <laughs> like, like they have the, the yeah, it's like some pop up. Yeah, like they have like the Shield experience. <laughs> don't. Like, like now it's called the Viking experience. Go get your tickets now hey, for the ticket master the TKTS yeah. booth. J- just, just to be. Uh, this actually reminds me of. Uh, uh, I I actually had a I had a date once at a Viking experience. The girl I was dating at the time, her parents invited me to this uh, Viking experience <laughs> thing, and it was probably it was it was probably the worst experience I've ever had in my entire life. Uh, except there was a mention of <laughs> Thor, which was kind of cool. Um, but but it, that, that was this, the, the Norse god of thunder. Just not, the one not, word. Not, one not word a, was good. This not yeah. a this took me, yeah, this took me back. The concept of Viking experience just reminds me of, like, overpriced 
uh, at Miss, you know, Madison Square Garden shtick. But Andrew, I'll go back with you. We'll have a better time. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know. I, the dirt sheet rumor that I heard about the name change is that Vince doesn't want yeah. the word war, war being mentioned on TV. So what is it good for though? Take, for NXT, I guess because it's it on the for? network. It's not on. It's not. It's it's on the WWE network. So I guess they could get away with a little bit more. I don't know. That's the only thing I could think of. I mean, maybe they have some kind of uh, you know PC adhering sort of fixation with the networks that you know they, they're putting with Raw and SmackDown. I don't know, but. You know, it annoys me because the War Raiders, I've seen some of their matches. They're really cool. I know they were big on the indies. I, I didn't follow them when they were War Machine. I think that was their old name. But I was just getting around to telling these two guys apart. I mean, they're not twins, but who's Hanson, who's Roe? Now they changed their freaking names again. Yeah. One is Eric and the other one is, I don't even know. Wait, it's like, yeah. come on. Hansel and Gretel. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I should come have, on. I should have uh, more research, Eric but... and Ivar. But they, wait, they, Ivar. they changed their actual name. They changed like, their names. The yeah. superstar yeah, names changed themselves. Their, their, yeah. No way. Yeah. I had no idea. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who these guys are anymore. What's yeah. What's the point of that? Like that, I, I understand. And are they it. Are they going to be defending yeah, no, they, their they, NXT tag titles on NXT still? Are they doing double duty? Um, I have to, to think they are. According to this, um, good question. Uh. What about just the ratings? Yes, they defended their tech titles at NXT TakeOver New York against uh, Ricochet and Alistair Black. Right. And I guess they're still holding it. I guess they're doing double duty. All right, then. I yeah. mean, they're going to drop them probably very soon. Yeah, that, that's Do you weird. think, I guess, they're the next Ascension? Because I, I really don't think that these gimmicks go over well. No, absolutely not. They really don't. I, I mean, yes, they're very, very talented. Uh, yeah, they're fun to watch, but... I mean, look how how highly touted the Ascension was. They crushed it in NXT. Were they though? And they came up here, and they 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 no reaction whatsoever. No, no reaction, and and it, it really is. It's it's tough for the tag. Like I can't think of a, a NXT tag team that that have come up to the main roster and have had a. You know, fruitful career so far. So far, yep. I can yeah. as a tag team. Even, even yeah, even the even the revival, they mm-hmm. uh, they were pretty like irrelevant for two years, and they only they only just became relevant. Right, took them. A so while. I don't consider them like I don't, I don't consider that a a, fa- a call up success. That's a, a failure. But now they're a part of the you know. Is machine. that an NXT full up and call up? A full up. <laughs> oh yeah, that was a reference to one of our old episodes. Yeah. Check it out on Anchor. <laughs> Anchor. Yeah. Uh, next on the list, yeah, I have. Let's go to the uh, next. Uh, we skipped over Andrade. Ooh. Yeah, let's let's just mention Andrade. Yeah, okay, that so could that's, be interesting. That's that's I consider that a good a legit switch. That's yeah. a good. It's he's good been on Andrade. SmackDown for a while. That's a good switch. And, and didn't he come out with uh, Zelina Vega? He did. Yeah. yeah. So and and both of them are listed right, as official. Call-ups. Yeah, and, yeah, and right away, transfers. I have to say they're playing excellent heels because right away they went right into the Montreal crowd, and uh, yo, Zelina, was, <laughs> Zelina said, "Oh, uh, you know, Andrade could speak fluent is fluent in several languages, including French. He's going to introduce himself in French, and then he went to go and speak in Spanish. Yeah. It was the funniest <laughs> yeah. thing ever. He just said, was, "Did he just say like, uh, hola, hola, me llamo Andrade, uh, uh, estar un wrestler like." <laughs> no, he no. That's uh, I, I think on SmackDown that's my he, he Spanish he folks. Ate, yeah, he ate a ton of uh, he ate a lot of losses on SmackDown. As high profile as his some of his feuds were, 
I think him being on SmackDown was just uh, to get him familiar with the audience and the right. style. Mm-hmm. But now that he's on Raw, there's no, you know, right. less overhead with um, some guys going to SmackDown. And he could have matches with Ray. Ray. Who's another call. Another, another, yeah. another yep. shakeup. Good, good segue. Let's, let's mention Ray. You know, Ray comes over to Raw. I mean, he's, he recently came back. But yeah, you consider that a, a good switch, I would say. And. Um, and there's also although I, I yeah. think Ray might be getting a little stale his comebacks yeah. he, he's come back to Raw and yeah. wrestling probably about three or four times in the last ten he's years he's like uh, he's like refrigerated rye bread <laughs> <laughs> you don't keep it out on the counter for too long you just kind of kind of put it back and we so you take it out every once in a while it's still good but it's not like <laughs> he, the best when you first yeah. bought it he, he even said recently he's his days are numbered just oh absolutely just thinks that you know he doesn't have much i think as far as like being able to keep up with the oh, look it happens time catches up to everybody so for I mean, him he's just doing it for fun. I, I mean i think he has i don't know maybe 619 days left i don't know <laughs> could be it's a good round number that's yeah. my pueblo um <laughs> From 205 Live's yeah, camp, Cedric Alexander. I called this yeah. last so, year. He was doing for it. Yeah. Wasn't he already on Raw, or no. was he only on the Raw as 205 Live? When Yeah, he was yeah. just 205 Live. He was okay. just 205 Live. I'm probably getting mixed up with uh, maybe Apollo Crews. Ali was the wow. one that made the initial jump from 205 Live to SmackDown, so I think now with, with Cedric, they wanted someone to compliment it on the Raw side. Yeah, so I'm getting them too mixed up. Cedric? Well, yeah, he's... Where, where, where is he going to go in terms of a feud? You know, feud That's... with Ray, and then Ray again. Well, I mean, I'm I'm expecting Cedric to be a face, so he's got to work with heels, and and that could be anybody at this point. We'll, Andrade. It could be you know based on this list of call ups, they could you know intertwine a couple of people, but again, great athlete. Um, I see him working with the maybe Samoa Joe. It's very possible. Up. Uh no I, I called I called that a long time ago yeah you, you are eventually gonna see and on, on the SmackDown side there was another cruiserweight call up but we'll get to that but um yeah I mean I guess we'll see what what happens he'll he'll probably be involved in a lot of low key yeah he'll probably go over Jinder Mahal a few yeah. times next on the list we've got <laughs> the Usos Usos this was a shock this yeah I didn't think that definitely, was definitely I didn't see this happening. Although they did drop the titles when Andrew and I went to SmackDown. Yes, uh, John and I were live in attendance on SmackDown, sitting in a suite. Courtesy of a a lovely company. (laughs) Courtesy of a media company. (laughs) (laughs) A media company. Which is now currently, which their wrestling brand is currently owned by WWE, so... (laughs) Uh, So Their former wrestling brand. (laughs) Um... That rhymes with shubbia, she shubbia. <laughs> Schmerner. Uh, no, I, I kind of, I, actually, I, I expected it, actually, because they dropped the titles to the Hardys on SmackDown, so I only assumed that they were going to, they, they kind of hit the top on SmackDown. Yeah, and, they've been on SmackDown for, what, two, three years? I mean, yeah. they've. They, I think on SmackDown they were they were running SmackDown for at least a year and a half. You know they had great matches with the New Day and like you had said they dropped the titles to the Hardys. So now they could work with a new uh, group of, of tag teams. You've got the Revival. You've got potentially Harkins. Uh, you got Harkin and uh, oh, yeah, Ryder Zach and Ryder who are the champions. By the way, yeah. that them being so the champions crazy. is the equivalent of the titles just being vacated. 
for somebody right? else. That's what it feels like. They I they don't carry they're themselves as them. champions. Yeah, they're, they're literally they're just holding literally them. Holding them. I guess it's, like I guess it's just you know upper management throwing them a bone, saying, "Hey, you know, you guys stuck around. We give we'll give you guys a little something." I guess I don't know. We'll that'll be a topic of discussion. I guess we could have on our own, but good for the USOs. I think this is a good move for them. I think just by yeah, virtue of, of I think it gives them, them some exposure, a, a fresh you know group of people to work with. I mean, Raw needs it. Yeah, you know, for sure. You got the injured authors of pain, or at least one of them is injured. Remember those guys? I mean, oh yeah, they yeah. come back. The authors in pain. Yeah. So yeah. authors in pain. <laughs> That's why you have Drake Maverick uh, Be- with EC3. Yeah, Drake Maverick be- trying on. to beat up the guy that beat up Bret Hart. Yeah. All right. So um, <laughs> next on on the uh, on the men's side, uh, call it a, a shakeup if you will, but he's a recent call up. Uh, EC3. As we just recently oh, EC3. Speaking yeah. of, so he's on Raw now. Yep. He is he is, he is the top 1%. Yes. As they call him, John Cena with a broken nose. Yeah. <laughs> EC3. Yeah, he's, uh, I, I don't know. It's. Uh, I'm reading that he's in hot water backstage with Vince. I, I can only imagine. They're he, in a jacuzzi together? That's kind of weird. <laughs> he actually. It was funny. Um. When when John and I were at the SmackDown at a house uh, at a at a dark match, it was Luke Harper that got a crazy reaction from the crowd against EC3, and EC3 just lost to Luke Harper in like five minutes. Not yeah. if if that maybe three minutes. Mm. They it's they, this guy was at the top of the company. It, it was TNA. literally it was literally seven fifty three. Before yes. yeah, before exactly. the eight PM start time for SmackDown, <laughs> and I said I said to, I turned to Andrew I go, how are they going to start SmackDown on time? You know, there's something really up with with this whole EC3 thing, and I'm thinking back to just the fact that he was in WWE as I think Derek Bateman was his name. He he had a different name when he was part of that yes, crew yes, of, a, of a, NXT yep, guys. Yep, that Derek Bateman. Uh, I think Daniel Bryan was his trainer or somebody, but. You know, he was there, and then he left, and he went and off to TNA to become Ethan Carter the third and EC3, whatever you want to call him, and he had his big run there. And uh, now he comes back to WWE to NXT with all of this promise. You know, he got, you know, good pops because, you know, the NXT crowd is more within the pulse of the indies and the non-WWE wrestling factions. So now he's on the main roster, and it's just like, well... What are they doing with him again? It's almost as if, like, you know, here's a guy who's, you know, spent almost 10 years literally reinventing himself, taking himself to another level, you know, physically, athletically, and still just seems to be nothing in the cards for this guy at all. I, I don't see anything. I, I, look, booking could change that in a matter of weeks, but so far, nothing. Nothing at all. EC3. Um, we shall see. Um, so uh, Eric Young also came up, uh, which wasn't uh, even announced. Right, that not announced. But uh, the the bigger issue here is that they separated. Uh, the, they disbanded Sanity. Uh, right, because cares? Alexander they... Wolf uh, asked for his release. I don't know if that is meaning he's going back to NXT or if he's leaving WWE altogether. But yeah, um, Sanity's yeah. been disbanded after appearing on TV a total of like two or three times and getting dominated by the Miz in a three-on-one handicap match. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he... Oh, God. Oof. They got crushed. How are you going to come back from that? That was just bad. 
and not a, yeah. not a not a knock at all on the Miz, but you know somebody you know they had to get fed to somebody, and and that's right. what ended up being the case. Um, but yeah, Eric Young, you know the guy's almost forty years old. He's been around a long time. I think the expectation with some of these guys, he, him being a good example, is someone who is going to be working with guys, putting them over. I don't see anything with Eric Young as far as like long term. Could be wrong, mm. but he's filler as far as I'm I'm concerned. I mean, great no, wrestler, it's... I'm sure. You know, I, again, I didn't follow him in the Indies or TNA, but this is stage of the game, talent, talent enhancement. That's how I'm looking at it. Sounds it's... like a bad uh, a bad Viagra commercial, Chris. You know, it's 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 really sad when you have like these NXT guys that that perform and do so well in NXT, and they really like, you know, go all out just to get fed on the main roster. Like, you you have to suspend your belief when you're watching wrestling, but when you uh, I have John doing the believe uh, thumbs up to me right now, and he's suspending it in his hands. <laughs> but it's like you can only suspend that belief for so long. Like how. It's just it's so tough to watch, like seeing these athletic guys just getting jobbed out and like fed to other other dudes. Yeah, I mean there is also something to be said for paying your dues. I mean, you, the main roster is a whole different animal. You have people that have been there for thirty years. And, and if you don't pay, if you don't pay your dues, you're gonna get a late notice from the Knights of Columbus. Bobby Bazuzo. Well, you're right. You're Chris right. With the name dropping. Yeah. Name drop. A uh, worthy financial secretary. You you bring up a very good point, Chris. It's it's very rare that you have somebody these days from NXT come in and really just make an immediate impact. The only ones that really do, I think, are are the ones that, by virtue of their physical stature, that are just you know you can't just not book them to be like machines. Like you know maybe what we'll see with Lars Sullivan. You know there's. I guess, you know, with these younger guys or guys that are undersized, you know, you, you have this underdog aspect where it's easier to just feed them to guys on the main roster and, and it doesn't, nobody gives it a second thought. But you're right, though. It is kind of tough to see guys in NXT thrive so much and then, you know, go to the main roster and they just fizzle. So about about Lars, uh, he was also promoted to Raw uh, on April 15th. Um, and then he, and then, uh, he actually got pushed over to SmackDown the following night. So that was a double draft. Yeah. So it's the Snitsky 2.0? Yes. <laughs> we shall see. I guess when yeah. we go through the SmackDown uh, list, we'll, uh, I guess, touch on that again. But, but... but I, want, I want to jump on uh, what Nick was saying, though, about, 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 these, about these NXT guys. Um, I, I think they they technically debuted weeks ago only based on the facts that uh, WWE has been trying to test them out to see how their crowd reactions are. To see what show they really truly should go. That to. I think was coinciding That's with right. the, that time where you know Vince wanted mm-hmm. to shake things up. When you know, remember when Vince came out with Stephanie and Shane? It's like, oh, we're gonna you know change things. We're gonna listen. Right. That that mass call up of these six NXT you know guys and girls was part of that that big shakeup that they wanted to just change things for the sake of changing it. Right. And so yeah, it's like kind of like a double call up in a way. As as I was watching uh, Lars Sullivan do his stuff this past week and even last week, I I felt that he reminded me of someone, and then I thought back. Has anyone ever seen? Uh, do you know? Familiar with King Cake? Uh, the King Cake is like a, a I don't know some type of baked goods company, but the, their mascot is a baby, and it looks <laughs> exactly like Lars Sullivan. 
That does. Wow. It does. <laughs> we'll, we'll post no, that on I our think, channel. I think Laura Sullivan looks like uh, if Ryback and Snitsky had a kid. <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 that's perfect. That's a pretty good mix. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can could, I could see that. Um, I can see that. But before we go to SmackDown, uh, I, and before we talk about the ladies, I think the, the biggest shock of the evening was uh, the debut of Chris. You want to take it away? AJ Styles. AJ Styles. As he surprised third tag partner of the Shield. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Isn't SmackDown Live the house that AJ Styles built? No, it's the house that Orton built, Chris. No, 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 no. It was the house that The Rock founded. Founded, is that a word? Well, now you just uh, made it founded. up. I guess it is. Built the foundation. Founded. Built the foundation. Founded. But you know what? AJ Styles on Raw, right away I thought AJ versus Rollins one day soon. Can they yeah, make it happen? That's that, gonna be ooh, that's yeah. gonna be crazy. I mean, they they actually had a there's like a match on the internet you can find. It was when like Rollins was 18 and AJ was like 30, 35. Because <laughs> AJ's what? Oh, oh no, wait, he's a little younger than that. Maybe AJ's like, 40. AJ's even 40. AJ's around 40, 41. So this was when 43, maybe, 48. Uh, and how old? How old is Seth? Seth's is Seth is like thirty two, seven, thirty two. Yeah, he's young. He's like wow. Him and Chris, uh, he's sixty five. And officially, I don't. I, I mean, I don't, we don't really talk about like uh, scandals or rumors on this show, but I think him and Becky Lynch are officially dating. So that means that uh, he's gay. It does it? I don't know because he's the dating a man. He's a man dating a man. This is true. Uh, no, right, yeah, I guess so. Right. He's dating well, the man. It's not just any man. It's the man. But but but, but Ric Flair is the man. But he's the original man. You have to beat the man. But he's uh he's officially so like this is officially like he's winning at life now at this point. Damn. Mm-hmm. Good for you, Seth. Good for you. Now uh, the two women that aside from Zelina Vega got called up to Raw. First being Naomi. Which I think is a good change of scenery for her. She's been on SmackDown for a while. You know why they did it, though? Why did they do it? Because her husband came over to Raw, too. That is very true. You know, I think that's actually... Uh, I could buy that 100%. I think that makes sense. Because even Aleister Black and Zelina Vega are together in the same show. Danny, what do you think? Married. That's right. Oh, he's not here. Okay. Now, <laughs> with that in mind, would have it made sense? Because Andrade and Charlotte are dating... Would they have put Charlotte well, on Raw? Uh, just BF and GF right now at this point. I guess so. Who knows? Yeah, they ain't but married. They're dating, but Ima- imagine if that was like the next step in a relationship. If you were like with a wrestler, you go to her and <laughs> say, "Will brand. you draft me? Will you draft a draft a Raw with me?" <laughs> uh, I kind of want to. Will you come to, to SmackDown with me? <laughs> <laughs> it really is. It's like moving and, in. Uh, but then there's one guy who's probably on 205 Live who can't. Yeah. Would you he, like to move here's the key to my raw. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. I guess I'll put this in a cup somewhere in my closet. Yeah. You, and... li- you live on. You live on main event. <laughs> <laughs> it's like skid row for them. Um, and then the last woman uh, to be named to the raw roster, Lacey Evans, who Ooh. finally had her first match on the main roster. Looked good. Who was very, very impressive. Very impressive. Yes, very athletic. And yeah, they, they um, wouldn't push her for no reason. They have things planned for her. And Lacey Evans' real name. This is funny. Macy Estrella Cadillac. Whoa. That, that's totally oh. 
opposite of what I'm expecting. Armando Alejandro Estrada. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and she's a southern belle. South I'm, of the border. <laughs> I'm a that, southern that's, that's Mexico, Chris. South of the border. Oh, she's a former Marine. South of the border. Don't mess with that's her. right. September 5. Is that what September, you said? September 5, yes. So, September? <laughs> so that was Raw. And they got a ton of people, but I think SmackDown got key players. Mm-hmm. They got, the they better people, you would you say? Well, I don't know about better. They got more. Most of their, what was named from this list of 12 people I'm seeing on this list that I'm seeing, um, more legit switches than actual call-ups, I would say. Nick, I have to correct you again. Correct me. So there, there's a, there's fourteen, uh, fourteen people that came over, not including tag teams. Okay. As we go through the list, I'm gonna look and I'll, I'll obviously see so depending on who you people. rattle off. So All the, right. the in the Let's open, start from the beginning. We had Finn Balor bringing oh, the IC God. championship. He I'm needed, so happy. He needed a change. <laughs> he did. 125%. His matches oh were getting gosh. his matches were getting I don't want to say boring, but I was getting tired of watching him yep. go up against the same two or three guys every week. Right. Corbin and this that... week and Lashley and Corbin and Lashley and Lashley and Corbin and Elias and Corbin My and man. Lashley. It's like, Balor. Enough. <laughs> My man, Bobby Lashley. Yeah, and he's so, he's still on Raw, I think, right? Yeah. So good for Balor. All around. So, yeah, good for Balor. And I, I believe Samoa Joe is scheduled to go to Raw. I think so, too. Uh, I think there was some backstage stuff that happened to him. I think he had, like, the flu or something. He was sick, yeah. yeah. He had, like, strep throat or some shit. I heard it was the flu, but it could very well be strep. I don't know. It's like... Oh, no, Jacob deGrom. Jacob deGrom has strep throat. Sorry. I heard he. I heard him and Samoa Joe are going to fight at Extreme Rules. Yeah, in a steel cage uh, Cy Young Award match. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob DeGrom's getting his fastball ready. <laughs> what's what, what's what's the name of Jacob DeGrom's wife? What's her name? If her name is Wendy, I'll freak freak out. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not Wendy. <laughs> Cy Young. Uh, all right, never mind. Uh, <laughs> okay, so yeah, I see titles back on SmackDown. Thank God, I'm happy. Um, looking forward to it. The next person was actually drummer for Metallica. Lars Ulrich is... Oh, I'm reading that wrong. It's Lars Sullivan, everyone. Lars Sullivan. <laughs> so he who actually, came uh, in and destroyed who? Who did he destroy this week? Uh, R-Truth. Yeah. R-Truth. Ugh. Yeah. Poor guy. He actually... Is it poor guy Lars Sullivan or poor guy R-Truth? <laughs> Both of them? R-Truth. And then, and then he like intimidated Carmella. Uh, yeah, that was, was like, very uncomfortable. Was, yeah. yeah, it was very super creepy. uncomfortable, and everybody started calling him an asshole. Like, there was like an asshole chant. That, but they were saying it in French, though, right? Yeah. Asshole, asshole, <laughs> asshole, asshole. <laughs> yeah, I thought like Carmelo was gonna like get turned on. I was like, is this something? Like, this, is how, this is how most Cinemax movies start. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> so he's a guy that looks like Lars Sullivan in a tight polo shirt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, who's pizza? Next, next week's guest, Evan Stone, is going to be on the show. Right. Uh, <laughs> Very talented actor, folks. Actor. Oh, so man. I'm I'm looking at this list and and I'm seeing uh, sticking on on the on the men's side of things. Yeah. Uh, Buddy Buddy Murphy is next on this list that I have and wasn't even announced, but was cruiserweight champion for a while. Uh, heck of an athlete. Um, same thing with Cedric. It's be interesting to see who he works with on the main roster. I think he could have good matches. Well, Buddy Buddy Murphy and Cedric Alexander 
they're like the extra large Funko Pops that you get. Because, <laughs> like, like, they are light heavyweights, technically. Right. But they look bigger than the light heavyweights. Like, the extra big Legos that you get. Like, the Duplo Legos. <laughs> When you play with them. So you went from Funko to Lego to Duplo. <laughs> you know when you get like the Lincoln Logs to like when you have all the Avengers Funkos and like the giant man looks a little bit bigger than Captain America. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that's right. good for him. I don't know. Next, <laughs> let's see. Let's see. Next, we've got um, Apollo Cruz wasn't even announced. Um, oh, congratulations, Apollo Cruz. You know, good it, for him. Though. He, yeah. Yeah. He look. He hopefully for his sake, this you know gives him a boost because again, another case of a guy that's. Really yes. promising, but nothing there. You yeah, say, though, he got he got lost in the three hours. You don't, yeah. you don't say though. He's a very uh, he's a very uh, promising athlete, and yeah, yeah, it, it's yeah, he puts on good yeah. matches. He does. But he just I don't think he has the personality. Yeah, I really don't think he can get himself over organically. It's hard. I mean, there's just something that's like like we all say that that's the missing element to his game. It's like where is his you know stick that he could just find? Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully they they bring up some Ru- some Russian guy named Ivan Drago. We all know how that ends up for <laughs> Apollo. Oh man! And then uh, let's see. And then uh, this you, was you. this was a little bit of a surprise to me actually. Uh, Chad Gable uh, splitting mm-hmm. him up from Rude because they just turned them heel, and so I don't know what the plan was initially for them. But yeah, Gable's on SmackDown. Rude is, is on Raw now, so Gable, I guess, is back to being a, a singles competitor. I hope he has a good singles run, though. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I, I like Bobby Rude. You know, you've got you know a combination of Buddy yeah. Murphy, Chad Gable, Apollo Crews, Finn Balor. You know, and mixing any of those guys up, you're going to have really solid matches. So the mid-card on SmackDown, I think, uh, has a lot of things to look forward to. I mean, hopefully for their sake. Um Capping off the men's side, let's just talk about the final segment involving. Oh, hey, no, 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 Vince McMahon comes out, makes the announcement. This is the best, uh, the the most promising draft pick, the future. He's charismatic on this and that. Elias comes out, um, does his shtick, and then Roman. Roman. Roman came out. I I actually I liked how that that segment went down. That was a shock, though. I liked it too. Um, That was a. I thought that was a good surprise. Um, I. I had seen, you know, I, I saw the post that you know McMahon was going to announce somebody, and I th- I first thought it was Lesnar. I thought so. Too. I thought it was going to be Lesnar, and then like you know he'll be there once every seven months. But <laughs> when when I saw, because I, I wasn't able to watch live, I I caught up and everything. But on Instagram, I saw like oh Roman's back. Vince McMahon was there. I thought Vince McMahon was calling him out. I thought maybe it was Roman heel now, and I was like, oh, "Well, I terrible. thought I thought he was going to turn heel because it looked like." But it turned like, this out. Is my yard now. Yeah, it turned out to be, you know, he brought out Elias instead of you know as as his mm-hmm. as the biggest acquisition. Thought it was good. I thought Roman looked looked good. I I, I, I Roman needs this so much. He sure. does, and and yeah. I think. Um, 
it's very clear why they did that because it's going to be on the Fox Sports Network very soon on Fridays. So they want their marquee guy, or at least what management feels and what Vince feels is their marquee guy to be on now what may be considered their flagship show. I mean, it sounds crazy, but even though it's on Fridays and it's going to be three hours and who's going to watch it? I don't know. I mean, everyone's going to fire up their DVRs, I suppose, but yeah, um, they uh, clearly want visibility on that show, and it's as obvious as ever that Roman is their guy. He's their flag bearer. Can we can we, can we discuss something else besides the Superstar Jeff for a moment? Of course. Sure. sure. These stupid vignettes for supposedly Bray Wyatt. Yeah, oh, where the heck? Where the heck? My goodness, he where is he yeah, gonna yeah. go? Yeah, exactly. Where is he going? That's that's why I kind of wanted to segue into this. Really, Did, uh, so like last week was that was that rubber chicken? Yeah, and they <laughs> yeah. And it yeah, seems he, like so far every every episode of like, Raw SmackDown they keep extending the video a little bit. Not the dollhouse. Yeah, and now there was a dollhouse, and then it was a uh, the, the creepy doll and the, the rocking chair going back and forth with kind of like Bray Wyatt's laugh. <laughs> yeah, it's they're so weird. They're so weird, but, but I'm wondering if he's gonna turn face, why? Because because they seem silly. Like that's well, all I have. That's he, why. That's he, how he, all I can do to describe it is silly. Comes you know, back as Doink the Clown. Maybe. You know what's tough? Bray the Clown. <laughs> With him, they, they never pulled the trigger on him. Right. So it's who is he gonna feud with when he comes back? Yeah, that's the other thing. Maybe Luke Harper. No, uh, he asked Luke, for his release. Luke, just, Luke Harper just asked for his release. Did he really? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Asked yep. for his release, didn't get it yet, but asked for it. Um, did, did we talk about that? I missed that. I'm sorry. I was kind of no. Out of I, don't, I don't think we did actually mention it, but yeah, just uh, well, for, new, for those that are new news, not aware of it. Yeah, Luke Harper asked for his release. I think uh, yesterday or earlier this week. So, yeah, an unfortunate uh, casualty of just not being able to get picked up in in the shuffle. I suppose and one of those guys that. Uh, had his Intercontinental title run, had two tag title runs, but outside of that, it just really out of the Wyatt family, couldn't put it together. And as bad as this feud sounds, maybe Mojo Rowley? Because he's kind of had these like dark vignettes also. Well, We're staring into a mirror. He, he had a vignette last week and nothing this week. Right. Yeah, I, I don't know what they're doing with him. I don't know what's going on, but it's just so weird at this point. You bring Mojo out, you bring him out whenever you want to, I suppose. Um... Now I think uh, we've got four women coming to SmackDown. Yeah, this is probably the. I, I think it was one of the better segments of the evening. Yeah, it shows because, you really where their priority is on yeah, SmackDown. They really wanted to bolster the women's division on SmackDown, and we said this for a while. I mean, I think going back weeks ago, the SmackDown women's division was just weak because when you had Asuka and Charlotte and everybody else, you know, they, there wasn't any depth. They added Bailey, which I think was a great move. But it might have been a bad move as far as the tag team, the tag team division for women, because they split up the Boston yeah. Hulk they're gonna have to, I think, realign some things. You know, they they split Sasha and Bailey up, but I I think they probably were. Now I don't know if this has anything to do with what's been recently going on with Sasha and Bailey, with the alleged you know complaining that that's been going on, Sasha going on a hiatus, but. You knew eventually at some point that they were going to have to split them up because on their own, I think they're just very good and you don't wouldn't want to waste 
them they're, too long. They're very valuable. Putting them as a team because you know as singles competitors, they're always you could always rely on them. I mean, they have you know a great track record between the both of them. So for right now, I think Bailey is benefiting from this change of scenery. I think it'll do good for her. Ember Moon. Yeah, Ember coming Moon out of injury, was a, good a fresh start for her in so many ways. You know, she'll be working. She came with... back from she came back from injury, didn't she? That's right. And, yeah, and, she hasn't been on. And she was on. She's been on Raw since I think the end of last year. Um, but... She was at yes. Yeah, she was at. I think she was at the women's battle royal at Mania. She was. She was, and when we saw oh, her. Oh, that's right. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I did make a comment. And, um, you know, for her, I think, again, you know, same situation. She's now someone who's got that chance to really... Because I think with when she was on Raw, she had some really good matches and she showed what she could do, but she never got the chance, I think, to really get it rolling because then she got hurt. I think it was during the Rumble. And um, now she has this fresh start. Um, as part of the segment with Paige, bringing along two friends of hers to challenge the Iconics, she brought out Asuka. And Kyrie Sane. And she brought out Kyrie Sane, the pirate princess. And, and Nick, Nick and has a smile. Was, <laughs> I was ear exploded. to ear right now. I'm a big Kyrie fan. I was very happy to see this. I'm looking forward to seeing what's happening That That's all, all I'm going to say. Although I, I have to say Paige was foolish and not you know, supporting the tag team of... Uh, Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose, Mandy fire, Rose. And fair, fire and Desire. Mm-hmm. So Nick, there's gonna be a day where uh, Mandy Rose goes one on one with Kyrie Sane, and and then everyone has a good explode. That'll be the yeah. day our friendship ends, Nick. And it was, I gotta say, it's a good run. Blood, <laughs> good blood run. will be spilt. Um, blood will be spilt. Liv Morgan also came over to uh, SmackDown. And yeah, she was from the Riot Squad. She, yeah, that was like Whoa. a bit of a surprise. Yeah, that wasn't announced. It was like, oh, Liv Morgan's on SmackDown. We're splitting up the Riot Squad. <laughs> it's right. just. I guess they, they know that people probably wouldn't have really cared anyway. Right. As well as yeah. uh, Mickey James. That's right. Yeah, and that was interesting. Mickey, was Mickey James. Some, something interesting about Mickey James, I don't know if you guys saw this, but apparently she was uh, made like a shout out on social media to WWE asking if she can get away with a MILF gimmick. <laughs> interesting. I think it makes sense because she is older than most of the roster, so you might as well just funny. play into it. Yeah. Uh, How would you do that, though? That's I don't a know. question. I don't know. Have her, like, hitting on all the young guys coming up. Like, <laughs> she's, she's combing, like, instead of combing the playground, she's combing NXT. Oh, boy. <laughs> combing the playground? I don't know if that's a term I've ever heard of, Chris. <laughs> um, Looking for young kids. Guys, there, there is a reason why Chris always calls in. Um, and, anyway. speaking of, and speaking of young kids, uh, Nikki Cross is the final female to come over. <laughs> Uh, who cares? Uh, <laughs> Nikki, oh, you want to play with Nikki? <laughs> I want to eat my baby. <laughs> that's every time I hear, I see her, that's what I hear in my head. My neck looks like a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> no, not Nikki Cross, fat bastards. Um, so, so that was, it was a pretty interesting uh, shakeup. I thought it was interesting. Yeah. Uh, I feel like, SmackDown got robbed again, but I feel like the key players went over to from Raw to SmackDown. I, I think Roman yeah. 
Roman, Finn, and the abundance of women now on, on SmackDown is huge. Yeah, I, I think that just because Raw being, a, again, a three-hour show, the quantity, I think, just was a little bit more weighted towards Raw in terms of, of putting more people on there. So at first, the initial reaction being that it's it's the first show in the week, it's like, oh, wow, they're getting all these guys and girls. What the hell are they going to do with SmackDown? But you're right, Andrew. The, the people at SmackDown did get, I think, are overall yeah. more significant impact players and that's what you need like smackdown doesn't need to have 87 people on their roster they just need like a few good a few good men or a yeah. few good people <laughs> a few good ladies as well uh that you know i mean roman and finn alone those two on smackdown is is huge yeah yeah so i mean and, and boosting the women's division which they needed um so now Asuka could could carry the belt in the way that I think they want her to because I know we were discussing I don't think we discussed this on the show last week but we I think at some point we're talking amongst ourselves saying well you know Asuka dropping uh the Smackdown title I'm sorry folks I just I don't know why I said Asuka defending the belt but um the point being that yeah the point being that Asuka now has uh, more to work with because if they're really going to push her and, and give her prominence, she's got Ember Moon who she had great matches with. And she's going to have, you know, teaming with Kyrie, but down the line, who knows what could happen with that. So for Asuka's sake, you know, we were talking about Asuka being, you know, given the short end of the stick, but now with a bolstered SmackDown women's division, could see a lot more out of her now. Yeah. Which is good. All in all, but it was uh, interesting. It's always it's always fun around this time of year to watch. Yeah, now. it's refreshing. It's good to see because now it's like we have obviously you know fresh things to look yeah. forward to. It it organically refreshes the product. Yep. Yes. Agreed. And going into SummerSlam, and it gives us uh, a couple new feuds. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, it sets up the feud for feuds for the entire year. Really. Yeah. Um. Just. One one other thing I want to talk to you guys about: Who is into the whole Kevin Owens being a face? Because I I still can't uh, do it. I don't like it. It's I, so I, I, it I, seems I, so phony. Yeah, that's, I, I, I do like Sami Zayn as a heel. Yeah. Sami Zayn as a heel He's been is a awesome. Great heel. Yeah, so he's so good. Awesome. His thing, yeah. his uh, his his segment with Alexa Bliss on Monday night, I thought was good. Yeah, very good. And, like and he had them eating out of the palm of of his hands. That, that crowd, the crowd was singing his theme song. It was awesome. Yeah, but the best part was like, oh, you know, this is this is not my hometown. I now live in Orlando, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I thought that was fantastic when he uh, basically bashed his own uh, town. But the, the uh, I I yeah. was waiting. I was waiting for Kevin Owens to turn heel. I was waiting for him to to turn on the New Day or Kofi because he wanted the next title shot it, or something. It makes so like much that sense. Angle. Yeah. But no, he he stayed face. He. Maybe maybe down the line. With the crowd. Maybe down the line he'll turn heel. Before something. I sure hope so because SmackDown needs a heel, and they have a yeah, They really don't. I mean, they have Daniel Bryan, but he, I think he's hurt now. He's yeah, some type of injury, but I heard they're keeping it pretty low key. That's the Hold second on. time you've used the term low key. Is that does that mean? Okay, that, Brandon. I, I was gonna say, is that mean Brandon Sylvester? Yes, be, that uh, mean, I apparently I heard. He's going to AEW, as am I. Um, <laughs> and your niece. Yes, my niece is going to AEW. Uh, the janitor at my job is going to AEW. 
Um, and they, <laughs> I heard they just signed The Rock, so it's interesting. Yeah. A lot of updates. Good the updates. Rock is all in. <laughs> the Rock <laughs> is all in. He, he had to legally change his name to The Stone. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so I just want to go around real quick. Uh, since we're, you know, talking about, you know, drafting and lotteries and all this and that, if you guys had to pick a first round draft pick as a, you know, as a, as a GM, you needed a uh, flag bearer for your show, a guy and a girl, who would, who would you pick? Which oh, roster man. we talk about? Do current, say, current, cur- current okay. roster. Um, it's almost like a, a mini three minute booking, but who would you who would you pick? Chris, who would you pick? Wow. I would go AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. And I would go Charlotte Flair. Whoa, I like I like that. I like that selection. I think John, what do you think? I would go Kofi and Becky Lynch. Mm. Ooh, yeah, Becky Lynch. You'd probably have to do that. Just because they have the uh uh, the crowd behind them for both. You know, all they have a strap on. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> sure, sure. Let's call it strap wow. on. Why not? Call the strap. Becky two belts. If you know what I mean. Becky two belts. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, Just don't Google that. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Nick, what do you think? What, 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 what your first first round draft pick? On the men's side, I would have to go with Rollins. Okay. Because he's been he's been the. Uh, the workhorse and um on the women's side i think i would go with charlotte as well dang i mean i love becky but damn i like that danny who would you go i would go with vel venus and sell papadrea (laughs) (laughs) oh sorry sally papadrea (laughs) he's gonna kill us I think I'd have to go uh, super cliche, but if we're talking about now, I think Roman Reigns has to be oh, Uno draft picko, and uh, Becky Lynch. Oh, has they, to go. Oh, <laughs> they have to. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, that, that actually sounds very uh, fortify my brand, my brand baby. There you go. Boy. Fortify this. Well, guys, I think that that kind of wraps it up for us. I think that we mm-hmm. all brought up some really, really good points today. You know, Andrew, a lot of the stuff that you were saying, and Nick, you too. And, John, I really c- couldn't understand much of what you said. And, and, uh, and Chris, I just don't listen to you. So, you know, I think, mm-hmm. that, uh, <laughs> I think that most of us make up a lot, made up a lot of good points tonight, and I think we had probably the best, uh, best podcast that we could. So, uh, you know, listen, uh, we love you guys, and uh, I think that that wraps up the show. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and uh, Twitter and Instagram and, you know, listen to the show and check us out and write some messages to us, anything that you guys want to know. And uh, I think we're good. What do you guys think? Yeah, Yeah. I think think we're good today. Awesome. Great. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. and also, don't forget to like us on uh, iTunes and uh, share us to uh, your friends and family, including See. your grandparents. Of course. Um, Always. Show them how to turn on a computer and, uh, and subscribe. Uh, good night, guys. Later. Bye. Peace out. Peace out.
This has been a Dawson Studios production.